0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Spell Storm Miniatures. My name is Jeremiah, and today we have another solo podcast. The last couple of podcast episodes have been pretty fantastic. We've had a couple of great guests on. Uh, refresh your memory in March, we had Alyssa on. Alyssa's a local painter and she does some of the some of the best work that I know of uh, people that I know personally I just I just really like her style and she came on uh, what is it episode 76 we ended up having a great conversation and she uh, has, has a really uh, funny sense of humor and I'm sort of embarrassed by my interview with her because I didn't pick up on all of the jokes that she dropped. And so when I went back and was listening, I was like, oh yeah, that was pretty funny. And I probably should have responded more uh, in kind maybe. But yeah, uh, um, uh, it was a good episode and I know that it was pretty inspiring for me. And then, ooh, and most recently uh, uh, in March, we also had Carl on uh, from War Games Atlantic, which is uh, an up-and-coming um, uh, modeling uh, company and uh, they have lines for our models for all kinds of lines and and different time periods and sci-fi and fantasy and all that stuff but anyway that was a really fantastic uh, interview and we ended up getting a little bit behind the scenes in terms of some of the decisions that companies make with uh with what product lines will come out with and and like some of their like sales goals and things like that that was that was pretty cool i hadn't um i hadn't really considered that side of the hobby per se i haven't i hadn't really considered um all that stuff because you know i'm not in the business of it i am just a i'm just a fun casual gamer and and i have a podcast that, that talks about games i guess uh today um so like i mentioned at the, at the top it's just me and i have a couple of thoughts that i will probably just randall uh, ran, uh ramble that's the word i want <laughs> That i'll probably just ramble on about a little bit i hope that it's interesting i think i think a couple of the thoughts might come across as maybe sort of confessional and and maybe anecdotal but but i'm sure there are people out there who who could uh who couldn't and, and, and would relate so we'll get there uh one of the things i haven't done recently is i haven't done a gaming update um here's a here's a full confession. Uh, since my last uh, solo episode, I have only played two games of miniatures, and uh, one of them was uh, a game of Kings of War where I didn't even use miniatures. Uh, <laughs> I've been I've been sort of mapping out what kind of list I want to make uh, with my uh, halfling army, and and my buddy Wes is actually helping me complete the project, and which I'm which I'm so grateful for. Uh, because I was sort of under a time crunch to to get it done and um but anyway so I took some I took some cardboard and just cut out the shapes of the bases like this is a regiment of whatever and this is a horde of whatever and this is a troop and then on on top of the cardboard I just wrote out what it was and so me and my opponent um played and, and my opponent was super gracious. He was like uh he does similar things too. I mean he's a prolific hobbyist, Chris is. He was the one who was playing that night. And and he he's a fantastic painter too. And but but he also understands the the mapping out of a list. And and so there's been times when he's used proxies before, for example, and to say to determine whether or not he wanted to include a unit into his into his list or not. And so he was super gracious he allowed me to do that and um and and suffered through my poor handwriting as i as i did label every every unit but i uh, there were a couple that were it got kind of sloppy and you couldn't exactly tell what they were but it was great um it's a very fun uh tactical game kings of war is there are a lot of great decision points you get to make as as a general and um and it reminds me of you know a lot of other great games that are very strategic uh like simple the rules are pretty simple and they're um you know with a lot of with with repetition you know you'll get those down really quickly and so all of the challenges come in game and and that's the kind of game i like to play and i've you know i've I've played a lot of games and, and i love good competition or whatever but um but you know one of my favorites still of all time is, is just chess and where i mean we all have the you know the white side and the black side both have the same number of pieces and even the same count and we all know what the pieces are going to do but the game plays out so differently because of all the choices that are made in game and uh and so i, I really appreciate that i, I like I like good uh good competition so um and yeah, so that's, but, but I've been, been pretty minis light lately. Uh, a lot of extra work lately, and so a few uh, personal things have come up uh, uh, just with my family and my extended family. And so I really haven't been around to, to play games. Um, the only game, other game I really have been playing with any consistency has been uh, the Flesh and Blood card game, which is something that my son and I do. And I think I've reached a point in our gaming where I can consistently beat him now, which I don't know how he feels about that. So um, let's see what he comes up with to see if he can gain back some of the momentum. <laughs> but that's sort of my gaming update. And uh, i do a little hobby update at the end of the episode. I'll, I'll stick to my normal rhythm. But the thing that I wanna talk about today actually comes from an interview that I was watching online um, with uh, with an author. And, and there's a part of the interview where they were talking about motivation. And they were talking about, like, why is it that we do uh, what we do? And, and motivation is something that people really struggle with. And even like Ninjon did a video on, on YouTube. You know his post adeptagon uh, a video. You know where he was talking about, hey, I got all this, all this great stuff, and and they get back to my, you know, to my hobby space, and I'm like, I don't know if I really want to paint. You know, and so he does a whole video on that, and uh, that's that's a good one to watch, and um, and I just like him anyway. Um, but um, but this author goes into. Um, sort of, he describes two kinds of, of motivation. Uh, he describes the first one as intrinsic. And, and so he uses the example of, of, I think, playing the piano. So, um, you know, if you, if you grew up playing the piano or whatever, it's something you enjoy doing, and, you know, and you have like a free moment and you just sit down on the piano and you start playing just for the simple joy of it. Uh, you're intrinsically motivated to do so, right? It's, and, uh, it, and and it's for the enjoyment. He describes intrinsic motivation as uh, you're not doing it to get anything out of it. It's just the thing that you love. And so once again, he uses this illustration of playing the piano simply because you love playing the piano. Um, but then there's the second motivation he describes as an extrinsic and extrinsic, if I could say it correctly, and I'm, I'm sure you guys listening, you've probably heard of these before, um, um, but the big definition that he gives for extrinsic motivation is you're doing it to get something further down the line. And I wanna hang out there in just a moment, um, but going back to this whole piano thing, right? um you know some of us were n- not me but i know people who were forced to take piano lessons growing up right you weren't playing the piano because you wanted to you were playing the piano because your parents like you know of course you do or whatever or there's like you know um motivation to you know to to win a competition or to win a scholarship or 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 whatever so like whether you're living out your parents dreams or you're trying to have some kind of personal gain like those are extrinsic reasons for playing the piano rather than just the simple joy of it and what i'm really thankful for is this author does does say that you know that we're all a mixture of both and so um you know we have both extrinsic and and intrinsic motivations for doing things and so and 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 I, and I really like that acknowledgement because I think like naturally I want to prioritize one over the other, or I want to um, you know believe that one is more important than the other, um, or valuable, or brings you know whatever word you want to use to describe it, um, you know to be able to have just intrinsic this intrinsic value alone. For example, that's one that I would, you know, that's one that sounds more noble and more, um, you know, uh, more beautiful, I think, to me, but, um, and, and less selfish is probably the word I want to use because I know I've done a lot of things uh, for selfish reasons, um, which means that I was extremely motivated to do those things. But, um, but he makes this comment, you know, he says, he says, um, the more, and and maybe the author would agree with me there right maybe and maybe you do too right that that when we do things because we are intrinsically motivated that is better than if we were to do things because we are extrinsically motivated to do so um because he makes this comment he says the more you are driven by extrinsic values the more your intrinsic values are starved the more likely you are to become depressed and anxious and he sort of diagnoses our society as, as being in that in that spot, the depressed and anxious spot, and brings up a you know a few examples and stuff. So, um, so we're gonna hang out. We're gonna we're gonna use the extrinsic motivation definition, and we're gonna use that phrase, and we're gonna kind of hang out in that spot um, here in just a second. But um, but I want to talk about. Um, the idea of of being extrinsically motivated to do something to the point where you where you miss the boat where you miss uh, what it is you're experiencing and so i want to tell you a story um, i love baseball and those of you that know me know that uh, I've, I've always loved baseball when i was a kid um, I collected baseball cards and I watched baseball. I actually only played one season of baseball but that was just because I I grew up in foster homes and bounced around from state to state and didn't really have stability and so so there wasn't anyone who would have gone with me anyway <laughs> you know to watch me play so there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of support so I never really played uh, growing up um, but it's the sport that I love I love the stories that come with it and things like that and I and I love. The pageantry and and the tradition, and so, for example, in Chicago, um, the L runs right by Wrigley Field, and in the old days when they didn't have, you know, lights in the stadium, the baseball games were played in the middle of the day, and and so the folks who rode into town to go to work on the L, obviously, they would miss the game. But then on the way home when the game was over they can just look over at the stadium and if there was a white flag with a blue w waving on on one of the poles that meant that the cubs had had won the game that day and if the, the flag wasn't wasn't waving it either meant that the game was still going or whether they had lost and so i have a i have a w flag and Uh, every baseball season I get it out and whenever there is a cub victory I go out and I put the flag up and then whenever uh, there is a cub loss I I take the flag down and so like for example they won opening day this year a couple days ago on Thursday and then so it was up Thursday Friday Saturday they played a second game and they won so it, it stayed up but then last night they lost, and so I took it down. So right now, the flag is not flying. Um, so anyway, so here's the story. So uh, the Cubs are my team, and and Wrigley Field is sort of like my mecca. And you know, well, a couple of years ago, before COVID, my wife and I we were celebrating our anniversary, and we we spent our anniversary weekend in Chicago. And the number one thing we wanted to do was catch a Chicago Cubs game, and so that was definitely on on the list. And so we did. And one of the things that they would love to do during the seventh inning stretch is they love to sing uh, "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." And a lot of times they'll have you know a guest like uh, a celebrity guest, like uh, you know Bill Murray or Eddie Vedder, they'll come in a lot of times it's too. it's it's a local you know local person but um but they'll come in and they'll sing you know the seventh inning stretch and it's and it's awesome it's lovely it's the whole crowd sings it it's it's uh, it's culture making Is what it is right this is what it means to be a Cubs fan and then when we get to the part when it's root for the home team you never say home team you always say Cubbies and you know it's awesome well here's something incredibly stupid that i did i wanted to capture my memory of of the moment of of being in wrigley field for the first time and so i went so i was out taking pictures and video and and i you know pulled out my cell phone and started recording and it was awesome to be singing and and being part of the crowd as, as we did that but at the same time, it also sort of removed me from the experience. And so, it's like, what am I going to do with that video? Right? I might, I'll post it to my Instagram, which I did. And people liked it. And, and it was awesome. Right. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, people liked my video. So I took something that was like, deeply part of like who i am for years right growing up a cubs fan for years and going to you know wrigley field for the first time and and participating in all of the you know the ritual and stuff um just so that i could show other people that i actually was there and that they could like my post um made me feel kind of icky and it made me wish that i could have taken that back you know and that's a minor thing, right? Um, going to a—I w- I mean, I was there. It was awesome. I saying We participated. Whatever, right? But that's what this author is talking about when he's talking about us being more extrinsically motivated than being intrinsically motivated about things, and and so so it creates this depression and anxiety. So, how does this relate? to um to the hobby. How does this relate to what we do? And and <laughs> we'll get there. And we'll and and we'll get there kind of now. The great debate among war gamers, you know, there's a lot of reasons why we get into the hobby. And there's a lot of things that we enjoy while we are in the hobby. And so some people come in on the lower side you know they've heard a they've heard an audio book or they've read a you know read a short story and they're like that's awesome i want to i want to get in get involved now or they're gamers at heart and and they love the strategy and and they want to build you know fun lists that are interesting to put on the table or they're more on the hobby side and like to paint you know we you know and they want to put on put something beautiful on the table and they don't really care as much if they if they win or lose. And you know, and then there's also people you know who fit in multiple of those categories. So we have this wonderfully strange and beautiful Venn diagram of of why we why and how we participate um, in our hobby. Um, but what I want to do right now is compare the people who paint their armies the people who don't paint their armies Um, and more specifically not the people who who just don't paint their armies but the people who um prefer to buy already painted miniatures already painted armies and and there are people like that and and so um one could say that that they are um you know that the ones who buy painted armies are cheaters you know, that, you know, and we want to reward and affirm the people who paint their own models and put them on the table. Um, that's sort of the direction the sort of the consensus that we get in general from, from the community. But I think the people who um, paint their armies, we're going to use these definitions, there, you know, there are some that are in fact, intrinsically motivated, who paint simply for the joy of painting. They truly love it. It's something that they actually want to do. My interview with Alyssa last month was exactly that, right? But then we also have the people who paint their armies and are extrinsically motivated. And and so and and so they're doing something to get further down the line. That's the definition that was given to us by this author. And that's what I'm using. The further down the line for them is playing a game and playing a game with a painted army. That's their goal, and they can care less about the painting side of it. They don't really want to paint, but they want to play painted, and so they go through the process of doing it. They are extrinsically motivated to paint their army so that they can get the thing that they want to get, and 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 honestly, and that's what you know, the, the players who buy painted armies, they're skipping that step. And so they're in, in some ways, essentially they're, they're bypassing the labor, the labor part of it. They're, 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 they're paying, they're taking the resource that they have, i.e. money, and they're giving it to someone who has a different kind of resource, i.e. time. And, and so, and, and so the two strike a deal. And (laughs) so that's, and that's where, you know, why eBay exists, and that's why Mindtaker miniatures exists. Because, because you can you can go on Mindtaker and you can find painted units and painted models right now that you can, and they'll ship to you and within a day. And seriously, they are so fast; you can get it the next day sometimes, and and you can literally put it on the table that night or that weekend. And so, um, and so when I think about all of the things that we do, like uh like when it comes to the lower side of it i read because i love the just for the joy of reading it doesn't give me anything that further down the line a lot of times it motivates me to want to like create an army or whatever but i'm never actually going to do that <laughs> i talk a big game let's just be honest this is the this is the full confession here i am not a good hobbyist there are so many things that i could do should do and don't do won't do um just for lack of I mean honestly it's probably just a lack of time maybe if I was in a different life stage where you know I've got um you know my oldest daughter is getting married this summer and I'm working on a doctorate personally and and we got a lot of extra work things flowing around right now and so you know so like the idea of of buying someone's already painted army sounds pretty nice sometimes because that means I could play the game right I'm not having any guilt about uh, not being painted which is so interesting that that that, that there that's there that, that exists and i think maybe it's a it's a misunderstanding or misalignment of, of what motivation is for for those of us that are in the hobby but i want to um i want to ask a question of my, of our listeners here and then and then and then i also want to interact with the remedy that the author gives us, and and just kind of present a couple ideas, and and you can let me know if I'm like far off or not. You know, uh, you can you can comment on this podcast episode uh, on on the Facebooks so if you're on Facebook, um, or if you're a member of our Discord server, um, and we can start a thread where we can just talk about you know this episode and 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 stuff because I'm kind of tapping into like some of some of some of the things that are roadblocks for me and i'm kind of tapping in for some of the conversations that i've had with people before in the past and and uh and so and maybe maybe i'm right about it maybe i'm not but i'd love to hear your thoughts maybe you just have a similar take or or just a different take but but here's here's a question i want to interact with and and then before we get to the remedy and you know what are moments in in your hobby um when you have felt uh satisfied and just happy and just you're like in a groove do you remember you remember what that feels like you ever been in those kind of moments if, if you and and here's a fun thing um if you have never actually felt that if you've always been in a state of depression and anxiety when it comes to hobby Maybe it's just because you haven't found um, found uh, that spot yet uh, for whatever reason. but um, but when what are those moments? and can you recall what those are? Um, and And then where it just seemed like everything was like clicking just right, you know um, and then and then how can you build up more of that in your life? Uh, that's I think that's the follow-up question that's also pretty important when we were you know before the pandemic uh I was able to regularly get out and play some War Machine on Wednesday nights at my local game store and honestly I think I only went once or twice a month and maybe three times on a good month but it was frequent enough that it felt like that this was part of my rhythm right like sometimes you know work came up or something so i, I couldn't go or whatever but but like um but i was out often enough and and i saw the, the guys often enough, the players often enough you know and and there were nights when maybe i didn't even bring my army and just sat in the back and and hobbied or or, or talked to the to the players who are hobbying and um you know and then you know and then when COVID hit, everything shut down right and that, that whole community that whole part of my life just just gone and and so i would say maybe maybe that was the season for me where where everything was just flowing and you know it was just part of my rhythm my wife knew that i wasn't you know going to be home for dinner at a at a regular time that night that was just my night out you know and then if my son didn't have his homework done you know or, or if he had his homework done he could come with and that sort of thing um i remember we used to meet earlier too and and there were there were some weeks when I would pick up my my son from school, and our armies would already be in the car, and we just go right to the game store, and we would just, you know, we'd be there for hours, right? And it was it was pretty good. So, what are moments in your life when when you felt satisfied and just happy and just and uh, and you know when when it comes to when it comes to hobby, and then how can you build up more of that? So the answer. The sort of the remedy to this whole thing that the author uh, presented in this interview was the idea of of uh, meeting up, like scheduling regular meetings, and and, you know it seems pretty simple. But if you just consider the story I just shared about how life was before COVID, could it be that we can get that back after COVID? Right. And you know, after the global pandemic, you know, things are starting to open up. I I live in in Oregon, and so you know, we were one of the states that you know that um, held on to the mask mandate a little bit longer and things like that. And so and so, I, I we're a little bit slower to uh, reopen. It's the word I think we're using compared to some of the other states. But but what if what would it take for you to create you know a regular play group that met someone regularly um the according to the author at least once every couple of weeks so it doesn't even have to be every week just could be every couple of weeks get together uh with with your people and 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 that was the remedy i want to add to that though and and i want to offer uh the kinds of people that to, to think about including into that group, Um, you need to have people that are going to challenge you a little bit. And whether it's to, you know, put, you know, paint at a little bit more, or to play at a little higher level, or to come better prepared, and you know, having all your widgets and your measuring sticks and and all those things, like, like people who are going to challenge you a little bit to, you know, uh, to take to take the meeting, to take the time, you know, um, and, and to make it a priority for you. But then also people who are going to affirm you, and 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 just and affirm, you know, affirm who you are, you know, say, you know, this is, you know, this is my friend, and is how they think this is how they tell stories or this is their kind of humor and 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 then thirdly um they enjoy your presence simply and so that's the kind of group that i think i'd want to be a part of i don't not everyone has to be the same they don't all have to think the same they don't have to be have the same lifestyle or or be in a different life stage even like like uh, you know, all that stuff doesn't matter to me, right? I just want to be around people who enjoy my presence, who are going to affirm who I am, and and who I can trust enough to challenge me just a little bit, right? Because that's the thing too. We don't want to, you know, like I actually really like talking about strategy, uh, you know, I opened up this episode talking about how much I enjoy strategic games and and the decision points that get made along the way. Like, like, if I'm going to play a game with someone and I'm either going to want to, A, re-rack immediately, or B, talk about some of the decision points along the, um, that were made in the game, or maybe even both, right? I'm rarely going to be that person who is going to play the game and then pack up right away and head out. That's not, that's not my jam. And so I, I want to hang out with people who, who are like that. Uh, who are you know who are like me who are willing to, to talk it out and be like hey you know when you uh, when you charged up this flank uh, that was a really bad decision because it allowed me to do this and I'm like oh yeah I can see that or when you charge up this flank that was a really good decision because it put a lot of pressure on me in this way um, I need uh, you know I need those kinds of conversations so and uh, that's sort of like my that's sort of the, the conversation that I wanted to have today. Just, um, you know, it's a little bit confessional. It's a little bit, a little bit reflective, maybe, maybe less confessional, more reflective. Uh, just, um, I'm realizing personally, uh, the lack of touch that I'm getting with, with the community and, um, and, and how I'm still starved for that, um, uh for that and and i need that so um and then just within the hobby there are things that we're going to do um uh, because we're intrinsically motivated to do so because because we just simply enjoy that part of it more and then there are things that we're going to do because we're extrinsically motivated in the sense that whatever that is is going to help us get to the thing that we enjoy more and if you know the kind of player that you are if you know the kind of hobbyist you are and just own it. Just lean right into it, and don't be ashamed. Don't let anybody guilt you. You know, be like, "It's who I am." Like, I buy painted armies. Done. <laughs> you know, and just just play. Or this is who I am. I paint everything, and I refuse and I strip everything that I get that's painted. Done. Whoever you are, just just be who you are. That's um, that's my message. I think uh, for everyone. So. Um, So, I always end the episodes with uh, a couple of things and a hobby desk and things like that. So, we're going to (laughs) do my hobby desk is lame right now. It is currently holding um, a stack of books and some halfway painted Monster Apocalypse models that are probably collecting dust now. And uh, so, I need to take. uh, take one of those air duster things that I can't can air things to, <laughs> to blow off the dust before I actually start painting them uh, I know in my last solo episode I had talked about doing uh, the Imperium magazine um, I Have not even opened up uh, issue one yet and to I'm embarrassed to say and uh, and you know yesterday I was, I mean, I was all excited to, I was going to do some hobbies. I was pulling together all my, um, all my things. And my wife kind of looks at me and she's like, have you done the taxes yet? And I was like, I have not done the taxes yet. So instead of hobbying yesterday, I I did the taxes, which made for an excellent Sunday afternoon. Anyway, uh, but um, hopefully uh, things will start clearing up for me um and so that's it for hobby i think that's miserable that's miserable um things that are going on in the community uh we made a decision to do a instead of doing weekly paint parties which made a lot of sense during pandemic when when everyone was home and very few people were getting out it created that you know that touch point for us, and and it was good. Uh, we have now decided that we're going to do a monthly paint parties, and we're just going to um, uh, schedule them on random nights. And hopefully, we'll get different people to participate in those. What we'll do is we'll make an event in Discord so that you'll see it on the top left. If if you um, if you uh, if you kind of tab over, you'll you'll see that there will be an event that you can uh, you can look at. And we'll also make an event in Facebook. So that way we can advertise when when those are going to be. And we're going to try to make them on different nights. Because I know that people have different obligations now as the world is opening up. Like I've got a kid in sports now. And so that creates a conflict for me on on one of the nights. Um, the other thing we're going to do, uh, one thing that's still going is, is the book club. And uh, that meets monthly. And it meets on the last Sunday of the month on, on our Discord server. And so I invite you to participate in that. We've had some really good suggestions come through. Um, book club is kind of small right now, and that's okay. Um, I think even though the world is opening up, the, I think the book club can, can grow. That's something that people are always participating in, pandemic or not. And so I want to invite you uh, to do that. Um, it's a great way to to read things that maybe you wouldn't select i know the last couple i was able to get on audiobook and i was able to listen to those while i drive and or listen to those while i do busy work and uh it it was very nice so i would encourage you to do that and then uh uh come coming up uh this next quarter we're going to be doing i'm going to change uh the patreon structure um not really uh offering um a lot by way uh, for our patreon supporters and so i'm going to remove a couple of those tiers and uh just make it just make it more simple for participation uh, but we're going to be doing a giveaway and so uh i have a number of things uh to give away if if you would like to be included in that giveaway um, um just join our jump on our patreon i'd recommend jumping on um, let's see. Uh, today is the 11th of, February, of April. If you can jump on um, by March, I think, or May one, I think, um, I'll have I'll have the new tiers um, uh, on maybe this week, and uh, and so you'll know kind of what what you're contributing to. There are other ways to support the podcast. We also have a Kofi membership, and so if you wanted to buy me a coffee on Kofi. Uh, that would help, um, you know, we pay hosting fees uh, and, and that's, that's, that's the biggest expense is the, is, the, is the hosting fees of all these different things. And so um, and so if you can help out, that'd be great. Another way you can help out is we do have two affiliate links. And so one of them is with Death Rate Designs. They do fantastic work with Terrain. They also have their own model line now. That is playable in the Battletech universe, if you're interested in that. They do base inserts for and base toppers for all the games. Uh, they, they fit all the bases. You just have to kind of find what it is that you're looking for. Some of them are acrylic, and, and those are some really pretty ones. I really like those a lot. And um, and some of them are like MDF or something. And so if you just go on their on their website. You can you just read the descriptions of what you're looking for or what you're looking at and we have a link for that in our show notes we also have an affiliate with uh, noble night games which is a a large online retailer they have uh, just about everything new and used and it's remarkable how much they have and if you go on their store like you you'll, you'll find things there that you you haven't seen in years and you're like wow that still exists it's it's amazing and so in the show notes there's there's a banner there and you can just click the banner and and you know i get a small you know a small little portion of that or whatever but um it's helpful you know every every little bit helpful it also lets me know that you know people are interested in, in the podcast so the goal of the show is uh two episodes a month and 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 the vision has always been to inspire you to play more and so hopefully the things that we talk about do that. Uh, I have a few guests that are going to be coming on. We're we'll talking about some other things that I'm lining up. We're also going to be lining up a, a part two discussion with hands. I'm looking forward to that. And I think that um, come summer when uh, it seems like all the trends are, are trending downward. Uh, I was just watching a video today showing, you know, uh, cases with symptoms are, are declining and I love that, and so maybe that means more and more things will be open, and um, and so more and more people will be able to get out and get games. Maybe you'll take me up seriously on what I talked about today about about maybe forming your own group or 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 at least establishing a meeting time at a store and and you know getting things going. Like I know here recently, one of our local War Machine players uh, set up another War Machine night. And so now we actually have three in our area, which was which is really great. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and at all three different locations. And so hopefully the day and location works for people. But um, but this new one has been uh, this new meeting time, the Friday night one has been getting a lot of uh, a lot of good energy, and a lot of people participating, and that's great. So uh, so maybe that's maybe that's what you do. Maybe you talk to a store and be like, hey, I'd love to you know, set up a meetup. Do you have space for that? And that sort of thing but thank you for letting me ramble thank you for letting me do a solo podcast today i hope that something i shared or said uh inspired you and i'll love to catch you at the next episode so thank you